0: Hello and welcome to episode 133 of the Mid Off Cricket Podcast. Mid off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the Michael Jordan of Amateur Cricket Podcasting, Nick. <laughs> and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the man whose outrageous behavior has seen him dubbed the Dennis Robin of Cricket Podcasting. Welcome, Ross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good to be here. <laughs>
0: Next up is the Luke Longley of the Mid-Off podcast team, mainly because he's big, he's white, and often forgotten about. Welcome, Alex.
2: G'day, guys. Uh, Mick, are you the Michael Jordan? Because you just have that like insatiable drive to be the best you can be at everything. <laughs> is that why you're the Michael Jordan? Like To the detriment of friends, family, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's because it's all about me, again and what <laughs> I want. And not, what, yeah. and not what anyone else wants No yeah. one's allowed to eat a hamburger in the back of the fucking podcast studio It's all about me and what I
2: want You just want to win Australian Podcasting Awards That's all That's you it. want
0: That's yeah. it, I just want Cheryl of Australian Podcasting Awards um, And Yang. finally The Scotty Pippen of the Mid-Off Podcast Only because he doesn't think he's been paid enough Welcome David
3: No, uh, not here I, um, <laughs> I've, I've got concussion So I'm not Podcasting until someone offers me a million um, oh, dollars.
1: I see myself more as Steve Kerr, just knowing yeah. important
3: shots. <laughs> so, I, I, um, I don't know who that is. So I'm, I'm looking forward to your doco, Mick.
0: It'll be it'll be insightful. You'll learn some <laughs> things about me that you didn't even know. Like you can't tell on the Zoom, but when you see me up close, my eyes are yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: um, <laughs> Uh, uh Too, too much writings. Nandos. Yeah,
0: too much Nandos. <laughs> too, many, too many too much Cuban Nandos, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, well, welcome, one and all, to the Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a tight Chi production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. So, um we're going to kick off with some cricket news, and this is actually in the time of us recording. It's actually breaking and extremely solemn and sad news that we're going to kick off with. Um Australian legend, one of the all-time greatest Victorian players of all time, has sadly passed away, and that is the great Ben Jones. The reports are that um, he's suffered either a heart attack or a stroke while in India as part of the IPL commentary. He commentated yesterday, he wasn't on the coverage for any of the like games, but they found him apparently, and he yeah, he's passed away. So, um. While on this show, we do take great joy in taking the Mickey out of people, and Dino was one of our targets, along with Warnie, who we did enjoy um, making a bit of fun of over the journey. The reality is, is that like me personally, like as a young fellow, I'm at that age that he's like he was my first favourite player, Dean Jones. Like I, I, you think the way I talk about Brad Hodge on this podcast is the way I spoke about Dean Jones as a kid. I never could understand. 't not play every single game he was available for Australia. I just I was one of those blokes who believed that he's the reason I believe in the Victorian conspiracy that we get ripped off all the time because Dean <laughs> Jones was severely um had his career cut short, I think due to probably a little bit of his own personality, but that's the way these things go. One of my fondest memories still is the day that he couldn't get a game for Australia, but got picked for the World Eleven and made a ton of the G. So um <laughs> I'll throw it out to the rest of you boys here, um, your uh, thoughts and even memories possibly of um, Dino and yeah, so uh, we'll start with you Bulls, so yeah.
3: Yeah, I probably don't have a lot of memories of Dino really, probably a bit before my time I was just looking up his stats and um, I can go through those now if you want to chat about those. yeah, um, yeah. 52 test matches, high score of 216 with a batting average of 46 and a half, which is pretty good. Uh, well, I say pretty good. It's fucking very good. Um, 11 test hundreds. Uh, ODIs, he made 6,068 6, runs in his 164 matches. Um, an average of 44.6 in one day is back when that was unheard of. Uh, High score of 145, 700s, but strike rate of 72.56 and his error of ODI cricket span between 84 and 94. So if you're striking the ball at 72 in that era... Yeah. You're uh you're pretty bloody good.
0: It's like going at one fifties now, like compared to the way credit was. Back <laughs> yeah, then. yeah, pretty much.
3: Well, and strong backswell, but actually scoring yeah, runs yeah. all
2: the time. Right? And
3: he's a Coburg boy, so northern suburbs of Melbourne. So is he? You know, yeah, yeah. Probably you two old blokes down the bottom of my Zoom could know a little bit more or have a few more memories.
2: No, don't go to me, mate. You know me about cricket knowledge. <laughs> I don't. I don't have too many memories of watching. Um, Dean Jones, other than it was, it was all the rage in primary school, and I had absolutely no idea about cricket. But yeah, so I mean, Mick has a far greater memory of this sort of stuff than me. But I, I think just as a past his cricket life as a straight talker and yeah, calling it, it too how he yeah, saw it, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, too straight at, at a lot of times, I think. But, um, he had some amazing contributions to the game through commentary and coaching.
3: It's... One of the great contributions to his game, or the game, is he was involved in your hero's first wicket again. Shane Warne took the catch. Dino mm. took the catch off... Um... Oh, really? Was Ravi Shastri, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Ravi Shastri, yeah. He was on about 170 at the time. Yeah, was
2: trying yeah. <laughs> to hit him out of the MCG. I think, yeah. The
3: yeah, yeah, Dino C-G. took that mm. catch.
4: Was it the mm. SCG?
1: Wow. Mm. Yeah. No, I think... Um, Mick touched on it that uh, only saw the tail end of his career. So my memories of Dean Jones were the, um, how he was sort of on the outer but mm. possibly should have been in the team, particularly the one-day team. I remember that uh, lead-up to the 96 World Cup. He played for Australia A for a few times. And I think what hurt him a little bit was when they made Mark Taylor test captain, he was automatically ODI captain. Yeah. Even though he really wasn't uh, much of an ODI player. And I know Dino wasn't an opener and Tubby was, but it sort of closed the door there, I think. Then when Tubby became captain, not because he didn't like him, but just that
0: one less yeah, spot in the batting
1: one, one less spot. Else. Yeah, 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 that's it. Mm. And, um, yeah, so yeah, I remember then also him playing on for Victoria till he was, yeah, probably 35, 36 or something, mm. which, yeah, was a yeah. fair effort himself and sort of David Boone were the ones, the notable ones about that time who played on for quite a few years after their Test career finished. Mm. A very proud Victorian. And Vicks were terrible when he was, his last few yeah. seasons. They were really poor through most of the 90s. They were good. I think they won the Shield in 1990 or 91. Yeah, And then they're pretty much no good through about 99. They had that middle of the 90s. They're terrible. He's about him and Hodge and a couple of Rifle and Fleming a bit. They were about the only... Got Barry But yeah I mean That sounds like They had a good team But really They didn't at all
3: Particularly mm. the
1: batting And um, yeah He was a the mainstay there Always batting three I you formats. bring up
3: The um, proud Victorian Because I think One of the things mm. You'll most be remembered for Is that 200 in India Where he ended yeah. up On a, a drip mm. And didn't AB say to him If you can't handle it We'll get a Queenslander Out here And yeah. he'll sort and it that's out why he kept That's why he yeah. kept batting batting. Right. Imagine if that happened now Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would not happen now
1: He's he's one of those Australians too that more recently, um, and it's un, sort of well, it's a bit unusual for Australians is he made his name working in cricket outside Australia. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, sort of
3: your Tom Moody style.
1: Yeah, Tom Moody. Mm. Uh, Stuart Law is another one.
3: Mm. Um, yeah.
1: who's done quite a bit of that. And but, but so coaches, there's a few. Uh, which he was a PSL coach, and he might have even been ICL, oh, I reckon, mm, the okay. IPL yeah. competition um, thing. But what's most unusual is Australians making it as commentators outside Australia. That's yeah. very rare. And yeah. he made it onto the, the world circuit of commentators there. So, mm. Mm. yeah, he's definitely, he had, maybe, yes, because he's a bit outspoken in Australia, he had to go and find those other opportunities. But yeah. he did, and yeah, a bit of a rarity for that.
0: Mm. Yeah, he was, um, he's definitely an innovator. I think, like, it's one of the ways he'd be remembered. Like, what a lot of people don't really know is that he was actually one of – he was definitely the first Australian and possibly the first player in the whole world to wear sunglasses while fielding. He actually went out to field with them on. He had a pair of, like, old-school Ray-Bans, like you'd see every guy from the 80s or 90s had before they (laughs) were speed dealers. He just had normal Ray-Bans. and apparently as he went out out to field – this is in his book – as he went out to field – Bob Simpson turns to him and says, what the fuck are they, mate? And he goes, too glary out here, I can't see. And he goes, you want to take the first fucking catch that comes to you, I'll tell you that right now. And he, <laughs> and he pouched it and the rest is history. And now like, every single player basically wears a pair of Sonnies. So, but, um, yeah, I think my lasting memory of the image I always have in my brain of Dean Jones is just, that flick down the leg side, just time, bang, straight down to fine leg. It used to be like – people talk about how Ponting used to hook the ball mm. and all that. Dean, used to play this flick off the pads that was one of the cleanest, like and most amazing shots he'd ever played. Like, I remember as a kid, my first cricket bat was a Kookaburra Supreme. And the reason why I got that was because, one, it was cheap, so they'd let me get it. But two, nearly every mm. kid in Swan Hill had them because they had Dean Jones' signature because that was the bat. Even though he used the bubble, that was the bat or his signature, so everyone, every nearly every kid I remember had Clive attack. framed when I was young.
3: So, um, yeah, um, he joined the Victorian team in the eighty-one eighty-two season, uh, just a year after they won the Shield, and then they didn't win the Shield again until ninety-one. Ross, you're right, and then mm. after that was oh four, yeah, he went hooks uh, and all that, yeah, and then oh nine, ten, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, nineteen.
1: Jesus, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, they had a pretty barren spell there, yeah. Oh, but I think days.
3: like, was it just what? Like, I think he
0: basically had the most runs until Hodgie passed him and stuff. So like, he held a lot of records yeah. for Victoria, and he's a uh, he played at Carlton and Melbourne. I'm pretty sure his dad was like a legend yep. at, Carlton at Carlton and stuff like yep. that. So um, yeah, he's he's um, especially in Victoria, he's a giant of the game and will be sorely sorely missed. And um, it's just a pity that at the end of his life, he had a bit of a falling out with the Vicks, which we covered on previous episodes yeah. with the coaching stuff. So it's probably a little bit disappointing that that, that probably one of the most plays like he's like Bill Laurie when you talk about Victoria, he's like one of those blokes that's just pillar yeah. of Victorian cricket. So, but I think um, yeah, it's it's shattering, it's shattering for Cricket. it's shattering for his family and everything, of course, naturally as well. But it's just. Um, yeah, she's fifty nine, mate. It's way, way, way too soon. I think that's the, probably the
3: saddest part of all. Of them, but 110 games. does become a real proper angry eighty five. Yeah, game. yeah, <laughs> true. Um, 110 games for the Vix. Uh, nine thousand six hundred and twenty two runs at fifty four point zero five. Still second on the list of run scorers. Glorious, glorious career. And no-one's catching him anytime soon by the looks of this list.
1: No, and you're right there, Mick, interesting. You said, you know, back to Bill Laurie, there's not been many Victorian batsmen, you know, mm. in the last 50 years who've actually gone on and played any number of tests. Mm. So mm. it's just, yeah, he played 52. That's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, some some medium and some great bowlers, Shane Warne, you know, mm. Fleming, Damien uh, Paul Rifle, Rifle and, Yeah. yeah. Patterson. Even Flemington Siddle. Yeah. Siddle, yeah. yeah, guys like that. Yeah, we've we've had a few over time. Merv Hughes yeah. as well, things like that. But yeah. batsmen from Victoria, yeah. very don't few. Don't get a lot. Yeah. I think
2: the the one probably Matthew Wade probably played the most Tests that has
0: been a Victorian. Yeah, yeah. batsman, yep. 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 I guess. But yeah. yeah, you got Pete
1: Hanscom, who's probably only played I don't know ten, yeah, fifteen. Or something. Harris yeah, Harris has
0: played yeah. a handful. What did Herbie oh. play? Yeah. 21. Matty Elliott. Yeah, Elliott. Yeah, Matty Elliott. Yeah, he's played. Yeah, 21's more than a handful. So, oh, yeah. Chris Rogers, I suppose, for a few, but... Technically, yeah. He, really- well, he was a bit when didn't.
3: he really made it in his test side, so we'll blame him. <laughs> but, um, we don't have to be right, do we? We just, no. we just have to talk. <laughs> That's all we need to do. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, Rodgers. so um, from that sombre note, we're going to move on and we'll try to pick up the pace and have a few laughs because... Um, that is what we do try to do on here, but um, yeah, all I'd say is, uh, last but not least, we fucking love you, Dino, and we'll miss you very much. Alrighty. So from there, we're going to move on to a bit of uh, cricket news, a little bit more uh, lighthearted. Um, mm. So we're going to touch on some BBL signings. So as we were talking about last episode, there was a few a few blokes have been changing spots in the BBL, and um, we've got a few more. So. Firstly, the BBL's most capped player, and he will most likely be the first man to play 100 BBL games. Dan Christian has moved on from the Renegades and will be joining the Sydney.
3: Boo City. hiss. So, what are the
1: Renegades doing? Did they not think they oh, needed him? Why? Mate, they're
0: getting rid of everyone. They're having <laughs> a <fucking fly> sale. <laughs> It's a clear out What a two years ago, did we? Look. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got to turn Christian your
1: over quick. The He won yeah. us the game. He won yeah. us the premiership.
0: What is the semi final? What mm. is the final? That was when he was mm. in his like vein of form where he could not win a title, didn't he? win a Yeah, three different right. clubs in one year or something. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, um, what are yeah, so they, they going to give him Sydney.
1: one year and Sydney were going to give him two? Is that it, do you reckon?
0: Probably. Like Probably he's, from, like he's it's always
1: uh, like that at uh, end of players. They'll go when they get the. Yeah, because Siddle went to Tassie because they gave him three, yeah. was
2: it? Yeah, yeah. something
0: yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Look, I get that they need the security, but geez, look, it's, I don't know, splitting hairs, isn't it? Mm. Um, but but yeah, he's so is
1: technically he... going home because he's actually from New South Wales. Yeah, okay.
0: So. <laughs> so I think that's about his fourth BBL club yeah. now. Hobart,
1: C- Brisbane. Did he play both grades. Melbourne's? No. 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 Hobart and okay. then Brisbane, or Brisbane then Hobart. I think okay. it was Brisbane and Hobart, yeah.
0: Oh, well, you shouldn't, you see, you shouldn't have signed a two-year deal because if you kept signing one-year deals, you could collect the rest of the jumpers and have a full fucking <laughs> cover. <cupboard>. Does anyone <laughs> have a full set his yet? face.
1: Nah, oh, this, Luke Feldman's nah. got five or something. Yeah. Played like Ooh, one Corey game f- each season. F- Corey Feldman. <laughs>
0: Corey Feldman. Corey
1: Feldman. Corey Feldman, our boy.
2: Mm. It's never a gun player that's played nah. for all of them. It's always nah. some fridge guy that yeah. just, you know, gets paid ten grand for the season or something. Yeah.
1: Particularly mm. fast bowlers, you know, they need a, a stock of them. Yeah. So, yeah. There's always a bloke who plays two games a season and you see yeah. the cycles around from different mm. clubs. Professional
2: cricketer that plays six times a year. Yeah. Competition <laughs> <that> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah, I'm a professional cricketer down the nightclub dance. I'm a professional cricketer. Oh, how many well, games you uh, how many yeah, have you played? Twelve? How many years <laughs> have we played? Twelve? Twelve.
1: What what's on this month? Oh well, in three weeks' time we got a second eleven fixture, but yeah. thankfully it's, <laughs> it's Monday to Thursday, so I'll be back I've got I've Saturday. got
3: throwdowns in a week, and then I'm free after that. Yeah, <laughs> played the Canberra Commons comments at
2: <laughs> the Fiji Test eleven. <laughs>
0: Alrighty, so speaking of the Renegades and the clearance sale that's going on at fucking Telstra Stadium or whatever it's called now, um, Marvin <laughs> Stadium even, uh, the podcast favourite, the Wildebeest, Jake Wildermuff is also leaving the Renegades and really? he will be joining the underperforming Christopher Lynn at the Brisbane Heat.
3: Nice. Yeah. I don't know um, how in-depth you've gone with this reporting in terms of actually reading it, Mick, but... I have not. Uh, I geez, read the headlines uh, and where they were going. No, this is not a... a to say message no, no. There. No, it's not a sledge. I just wanted to know <laughs> the reasons for leaving, because I'd love like to know no if the idea. Renegades are just shipping blokes off, or yeah. whether they're going, this joint fucked, well, going. Well, from memory, DC wasn't in the side every week
0: for the like every game for the Renegades last well, season anyway, yeah. so I think they basically yeah. saw they got a title out of him and were kind of yeah, off. I don't know the, about
1: yeah. DC, but I think Wildermuth has struggled for the two seasons yeah. he's been there to play absolute every game. And I didn't even know didn't he was seem,
3: there, and I like him. Uh,
1: <laughs> didn't even they didn't seem to know whether he was going to be there all round. because he bats six and bowls in the Queensland Shield team, but he was batting eight and mm. stuff, and his bowling was a bit uh, hit it's around great. a bit too. Probably only yeah. played that's, six that's, to eight games. I think he out got a 14. little
0: bit of the. Um, like the surprising form of like a Bo Webster and that, that kind of jumped him and mm. so oh, yeah. he kind of missed out there. Yeah, yeah Guinea. Yeah, and I will I think,
2: say, um, Paul, yeah. to your point on whether everyone doesn't want to be there, you got to have a pretty bad culture for three people. Be- being a club for three months of a year that everyone wants to leave. It, you, know? you go away for nine months, you have nothing to do with the place. Yeah, yes, yes. You come in, oh, I can't be here, I've got to go. Only <laughs> two
3: weeks. Mm. Get me out the culture. The terrible. Three months
2: generous them generous off.
1: Yeah.
2: It's so cold in this stadium, why don't they open up the room? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so Wilderness is from Queensland, so he's going home. So going home. He's going home. home, home, home sick. Sick. Yeah. That yeah, six that's weeks
3: it. makes him homesick.
1: Let's see, just want to spend Christmas with his family for a change. Yeah, don't have one,
3: but yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Still, <monster. laughs> his family living in Christmas. He, he, he knows he can spend Christmas with his family. He's not going to be in the fucking test side down in Melbourne, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, speaking right. of the Heat, inaugural Brisbane Heat paceman, Ben Cutting is moving on after signing a deal with the Sydney Thunder. So ben oh. Cutting has been at the heat since day one. He played really? not of the nine BBL seasons, he's played all nine in Brisbane. Mm, so yeah. So he's off. So that's an interesting Does mm. so. he won a Borgie? Uh he may uh,
1: he might have won a Worstham <laughs> um, has he got a job in Sydney or something? Could that be the reason? Mm. I
3: think he's from Sydney, so he's going. Home. Oh, he's just going. Yeah. Home. Yeah. I think he's maybe his in wife's Aubrey. from Sydney. Yeah, so yeah. His sister home. lives in yeah. Aubrey, so he wants to be
0: closer to. <laughs> 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 I just heard that the Sydney Thunder uh, recruiting boat rocked up and goes, mate, no Chris Lynn at our club. And yeah, and he's yeah. like, Fuck, what? There's yeah. clubs that don't have Chris Lynn. And he
3: <laughs> oh, he's, is it? His partner's a presenter for Fox Sports, so maybe she has to be oh, close maybe. to Sydney for the Fox Sports uh, stuff. I, I, I don't told
1: know. you, this is like how Shane Watson had to move to Sydney. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Was TV uh, presenter. Yeah. And worked in Sydney.
0: That's what happened to Siddle, I mm. think. His missus got a job doing the fucking sad um weather on Hobart ABC, and so he had to move down to Tassie <laughs> as well. So. Something uh, cross Tasmania. <laughs> Political here, but I don't reckon there's any Hobart
2: ABC anymore <laughs> not after this year. <laughs> uh,
1: Might
2: be Hobart Fox but egg on Siddle's anyway. face
0: then, isn't it? Hell. Um, yeah. hell. <laughs> Alrighty, so while story. we're speaking of uh, state cricket, we're going to Ross, you got a bit of a Sheffield Shield update with us. A bit of, bit, of, bit of fixturing, and a bit of what's going on with uh, what's going to be happening in the bubble. That the fixturing Shield's
2: chat. Start yeah.
1: Off with. Yeah, yeah, the world's worst kept secret. They've let out the fixtures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they've they've yeah. done a press release for the fixtures, worst yeah. kept secret ever. You know, I don't
1: <laughs> often bag out other... Um, um, At all podcasts because um, you know this, this we're just we're justice you don't punch screen. down Ross we're that's why <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. um
2: <laughs> we can only punch up to Mark
0: Maron and Ricky Gervais, that's it. That's it. We're going after Joe yeah. Rogan. No one else is in our fucking stratosphere, mate. Ugh. If Joe Rogan starts covering cricket, then we're in trouble.
1: <laughs> mm. uh, right. <laughs> Uh, so, what's happening is it's all getting a bit weird because I, I thought um, that the, um, the the Vicks were going into quarantine as of yesterday into South Australia. Same with New South Wales, but apparently not. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, the first round starts October 10, but um, New South Wales and Victoria, they're not going to play each other then. They're not going to play each other uh, um, until later, <laughs> in fact. Oh, right. good. Uh, well, it was
2: specifically when, Ross?
1: Did, <laughs> well, well, would you believe that actually New South Wales, Victoria, and this, I think, is an interesting idea, yep. and it might come into COVID, is that they're playing each other back-to-back.
3: Ooh, back-to-back playing each other 2 back. consecutive
1: games, which makes it like a two-test series, which actually makes a lot of sense. Which yeah. we don't like.
3: Three yeah, or bust. Well, exactly. yeah, but
1: in, in um, Shield cricket, you're not going to play someone three times because you're only playing twice. Anyway. Yep, yeah. Go Co- yeah. Okay. Okay. So, to play the same opponent two consecutive games actually makes it more like Test cricket. So, that's interesting. All yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, it all kicks off on the 10th of October. Then, round two is the 19th, then the 30th. So, nice big long gaps, you know, six, eight days between games. Yep. Um, but the VIX like and New South Wales. Too. Yeah, like a Test Series. Yeah. <laughs> Vicks and New South Wales don't actually kick it off till the 22nd of October. Okay. So, I'm not Pre-season. sure. Uh, I guess they're waiting the for all level? the players from the IPL to come back? I don't yeah. know. No, potentially. Yeah, potentially. <clears throat> yeah. It's true. I don't know. I could look up my... So, many, so many
3: futures, Jippers, you can have in your first living in there. Yeah, well, That's
0: yeah. it. So, yeah. so it was, and, um, was lucky for us, Adelaide has about 47 first-class venues where the bubble's going to be held. Yeah. I
2: think, they, yeah, I think they've, they've done their work, and there isn't a cricket
0: oval in South Australia that isn't, isn't rated first-class, <laughs> so... Even a few of the concrete got in first class status. All the concrete, Norwood background. I think <laughs> so first class. Yeah.
1: So there's um the ovals they're using are the Karen Ralton Oval, which gets used a bit for women's cricket, women's cricket and it's yeah. the second ground in um Adelaide. Then there's Adelaide Oval number two, it's being used, and um, our favourite the third the, ground in Adelaide. Yeah, the concrete bunker ground, <laughs> Glenelg, where yeah. Mick Lewis Stadium there at Glenelg. Yeah. <laughs> And then Alex, your favourite uh, yep. very picturesque oval in Adelaide.
2: My favourite.
1: Yeah, called Park-, Park 25.
2: Park 25 now. <laughs> May I just jump in here with a spontaneous around oh, the grounds? Oh, around the grounds. Else? Of yeah. course you can, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So I've done a bit of research, guys. Um, not on Wikipedia, on the Adelaide Parks Association Heresy. website. Heresy. Wow, wee. <laughs> <clears throat> so park 25 or as it's now known and they probably should have put this in i think um someone already tweeted it no no this, you're the first
0: person to ever say this
2: probably should have referenced this not as park 25 but as the gladys elphic ground a uh, gladys elphic park or the nanunga park which is it's uh, uh the area of the indigenous population what they called it and still call it um so the railroad runs through the park and splits it railroad. in two, which, which oh. makes it well, two rail way. lines. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Is this like that movie where the bloke wins a million dollars and he plays baseball and oh, there's goes-
0: millions? Yeah, that's, Back, it. And that's train goes- a great Parker movie, Brewster's Millions. <laughs> So the
1: train goes through the baseball through the, stadium,
2: through the yeah. outfield of the there's a, baseball stadium. Uh, there's, a, there's an urban forest there, so it's sort of a, a reserve of a wildlife reserve and a, a park reserve, as well as it's got three or four grounds on it.
0: Okay,
2: and so one side of the train line is all the grounds, and the other side is the nature reserve.
0: A oh. few
2: walking paths
0: and sculptures, and like stuff where and the Melbourne Zoo is, where the train goes through and it's grounds on one side and golf course and the zoo yeah. on the other. Yeah.
2: Yeah, pretty much a lot like that, actually. Um, Iris Iwaniki is the park ambassador and does tours of the uh, (laughs) park, if you like. And I saw a lovely video which uh, showed off the park's wares and uh, Iris was talking about it. And the history of the park, it used to be the sewer yard of Adelaide back in the day. Until so where fifty years.
3: Like, year well, the rest of like... the city. Fucking South scum. scum. Nah, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> i No, Ross doesn't punch down. I punched anywhere. Yeah. I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Up down
3: behind yourself. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I got you off track.
2: That's alright. So the Park Twenty Five Ground, Caribbean Novel is in Park Twenty Five or the Gladys Celphic Park. So the oh. Park Twenty Five ground is the second ground of the Caraverton Oval complex. So oh, the SACA, okay. in about two thousand and ten, upgraded it and got a th- three level pavilion on it. And it's a pretty beautiful ground, the yeah, Caraverton Oval. Okay. I've never seen it before, but no, the Park Twenty Five it. ground it's is good. there as well. So, yeah. Okay. yeah, um, couple of the uh, uh, uh aspects of the park. Uh, it has a uh, picnic and barbecue facilities just near James Congdon Drive. So, I think the uh, the um, state squads can it is probably nice, do a barbie for tea. i yeah. so will chuck on a barbie, put a gold coin donation in maybe. We'll get the old, uh, get the scorer to start the barbie. At
3: uh, some about. prick always pinches yeah. eight snags and doesn't pay for one.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. You put a dollar in there. Why is there silver in this bowl? <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's
2: always there's always like five cents in there just by itself.
3: Lloyd and Pope some historic the, uh...
0: peppercorn trees. <laughs>
3: Lord, he won't be allowed near a barbecue. He'll go up in flames.
0: Yeah, but he's got red hair. <laughs> all ginger bikes have took the barbie. That's what I'm yeah. learned from Creek Pops. Sugar, sugar on the onions. Yeah, on sugar <laughs> on the onions. So we'll <laughs> the sugar or pour beer on it, maybe. So, it's a quick
2: rundown. That's all the information I could uh, well, it's find. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it is, part of the, it is part of the unique thing about Adelaide, which the Central Business District is so completely surrounded by parklands. Yeah. And that is unique in the world. Of cities, I
3: suppose. You know what else is unique about Adelaide? Oh. It's fucking
0: shit. Oh, I'm <laughs> <all> right. I'm <laughs> on board now, Paul. Punch ah, down, him. mate. Yeah, you now the best him. thing to come out of Adelaide is the fucking highway.
3: That's it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, fuck the water. <laughs> uh, no, no one water listens to us tremendous. from there, anyway. No one listens to us from anywhere, let's be honest. Yeah,
1: well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And just to finish off on this uh, particularly exciting segment about trickstring, mm. the uh, round four is November 8 to 11. And then the Vicks in New South Wales are playing November 17 to 20, yep. which is that f- the 21st then is the first day of the Afghanistan versus Australia versus Afghanistan
0: test. Okay. Uh,
1: not sure if that's going to happen. Haven't Wouldn't have thought so.
0: It'd be good no. news for the Vicks if it does, because the New South Wales side won't be fucking playing <laughs> New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it. And then there's this article here says that... Uh, that's it, and the remaining Shield games, as well as the Marsh One Day Cup, will be played in twenty twenty one after the completion of the Big Bash. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. yeah so that is quite a big gap because mm. the other states finish on November eleven, and the Big Bash doesn't start till the third of December.
0: Yeah, that's so a big gap.
1: I think yeah. there might be another um, might Shield game. Might sneak another round in yeah, somewhere. five somehow. I think
2: would um, they have left the gap to just get everyone in? They probably would have been spooked about know. Victoria, so they would have left that gap yeah. to get everyone isolated for two weeks wherever they're outside of Victoria, so then they yeah. could do a similar thing to the AFL has been doing maybe.
1: I think you're probably right. Yeah, they're just giving themselves some leeway, but they might end up, depending on how the situation changes by late November, yeah. have yeah. another round of shoot if they don't need to do all the quarantine. Yeah. Quite or have they much. left
0: the gap possibly for WBBL, so the, grounds have, have, so the WBBL teams have access to the grounds?
1: I think that's all in Sydney now.
0: Oh, is it? Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll soon find out. Mm.
1: And, Alrighty,
0: uh, so... Sorry, you got go, yeah, go Russ.
1: Oh, well, that's... They, the um, BBL finishes on Feb the 6th, so then they're going to have to jam in if they're going to play a one-day cup. I don't know if the... the
0: one-day cup actually. might go walkabout, I reckon. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: so. Otherwise, we'll be playing... We'll have the Shield final at uh, Easter, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> back,
2: back
0: to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All righty. So from there, we're going to move on to a little bit of local cricket news. So uh, dilly. the news doing the rounds from a local Victorian point of view is uh, there's a few reports uh, earlier this week that due to the COVID restrictions we have in our states, that, that park cricket games this summer are going to go ahead with no spectators. So at, at this what? exact Time of recording. We're still waiting on confirmation from Cricket Victoria. but if you bat 10 and don't bowl, whether you're a spectator or not. So once we get <laughs> that confirmation, we'll be able to let everyone know what's going on. Um, all I can say is that in the second eleven side I play in, there's fucking about 10 other really nervous cunts apart from me. Because they're all fucking spectators when I'm playing. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, you idiot. Oh, fucking
2: hell. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I think as, as me and Bull are both performers on the big stage, it's going to be tough. You know, expect a are bit we? of a dip in our output um, this year with no spectators at local grounds to, to you know, because I'll just thrive off the energy. It's like the 12th, 13th man playing yeah. at home. At, at Port Arlington, <laughs> just the support gets me across the line. You know, I wouldn't nick a ball off if you know the crowd was there, but because yeah. the crowd's there, I hit it out of the middle. You know,
3: that's it. Your top elbow is much higher when there's a crowd involved.
2: Oh, exactly. Come over the um, front foot, pivot over the front foot.
3: You know what? Now, I mean, now that I play in a different competition, it's probably not going to mean much. But I wish they brought this rule in a couple of years ago when I was playing in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. <laughs> Fuck, there's some idiots who watch cricket oh, there. <laughs> <Fuck>. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, I wonder if they'll ban the bugs driving past the ground as well, going, How's <laughs> that They're not allowed to, mate. The concentrate yeah, yeah, immediately, yeah, mate, COVID-19. pull it over. <laughs> get on the ground,
2: get on the ground.
1: I think um, there'll be a lot of teams aren't there rolling with an entourage. They'll need like a 13th man and yeah. a 14th man <laughs> and the 15th man to oh, to pass two beers to 13th and yeah. 14th man. All over the age of
0: 60. There'll be a, there'll be a few 4th f- yeah. yeah. mm. 11s with an 80-year-old fucking 15th man so he can, so he can <laughs> get on the horses and sit at the bath. <laughs> so,
1: <yeah. laughs> oh, geez, that'll stuff some people up, won't it? Not being able to go mm, spectate yeah. the cricket.
0: I mean, it's a
2: really, really small part of the population that spectates cricket in inverted commas, but oh, yeah. you know, it would stuff their day up. Or and you know, summer up, I suppose, summer. not being able
0: to sort of sit around and have four pots and mm-hmm. hang yeah. out with the lads. Yep. Yeah, it's but, um it's an interesting one. Like like we joked about like for our great club we'll just be fucking um steaming ahead as usual because we don't <laughs> tend to have too many fucking spectators down <laughs> the roosters. But uh yeah so it'll be all awesome. they're not at least for a few at least for a few uh, park, uh, Premier cricketers out there, they'll be able to explain why their dad doesn't come and watch them now that this isn't it. <laughs> not because he's not fucking interested in them playing 4th 11s at <laughs> fucking Ringwood or something What's like Zonia. that. <laughs> <laughs> What's his background, yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Roscoe?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, I did see some overreactions to this on Twitter, including a few people who reckon that <laughs> it's the <laughs> selling those four beers to those five old blokes who come and watch that keeps clubs afloat. Uh, the
2: lifeblood, <laughs> club, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they probably don't pay, half of them probably don't pay for anyway. They probably do an odd job around the, you know, I put the bins, mm, out. Put
0: the bins, I, bins one, out. This yeah. one's on, yeah, for the bins. Yeah. Bin beer. <laughs> Yeah, our club might actually, some clubs might make their biggest profit ever because the beers that are going over the bar are fucking paid for. Not making a 50-buck loss difference. every
2: Saturday. But also,
1: like,
3: <laughs> the They might, clubs... might
1: come out ahead rather than break even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: perfectly break even. <laughs> the, the clubs are still allowed to have beers. What You just need to follow the hospitality sign yeah, or yes. the hospitality guidelines. So after a game, you can still have beers as long as you've got... Are only 10 people inside, and the rest of the idiots. Is out. that yeah, right for a club? Because like pubs can have more than 10 inside. So I think the, it depends on square meterage or whatever. It is. Oh, you okay. got to follow that. So I'm just depends as a, as a if rule. If you're yeah. keeping
1: your sign in book up to date, Alex, you know, it's important yeah. stuff like the yeah. sessions uh, come in
3: today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donald <Doney>.
2: Breadman. Yeah. <laughs> please, spell your whole, please spell your whole name out MS. I prefer. We have to go. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> But it does raise the question, like, if, if Victorians are allowed to be out walking about, walking their dog or exercising or anything, what's the stopping just walking a few laps of a cricket over and watch Yeah, it'll
3: be hard to police. Really. No, it
0: yeah. won't be police. It's just sort of the
2: de- deterrent, yeah. right? It's like that mm. one-hour rule in Melbourne. Mm. Like, how yeah. are you going to police that? Yeah. Unless mm. you see someone and remember them as a cop, you know, like yeah. you're never going to police it. It's just
3: but sort of a deterrent, I think. The same is only to... one
0: person a day from a family's lady at the supermarket. Like, how
3: the fuck Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah um, the thing to remember is that this is um, Cricket Victoria guidelines. They're not directives, yeah. so oh, you can, aren't they? You can oh. follow them as much as you like or as little as you like because they are strictly guidelines.
2: Oh, okay. Strictly. I wasn't sure. I was yeah. thinking about that, especially with the council stuff. Is yeah. the council stuff directives so Uh I've The council stuff in would, in yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, so there's obviously a mix of um, government directives and council directives along with Cricket Victoria's sure. Other stuff, so like the non-sharing of equipment. If yeah, someone wants yeah. to grab your bat, they can grab your bat. That's just a guideline. Oh, yeah, I I you really mean... share
0: helmets or something. But... Yeah. Mm.
3: Mm. yeah. Does that mean it's the end of the um
1: the kit box? So no more sharing. That's you know, That, that yeah. wonderful habit of sharing Take, intimate fuck the kit uh, the Yeah. Mm. <laughs> As an
0: individual who has to organise kits nearly every fucking year at the start of the season, yeah, about it's fucking fun. time. Yeah. If, you want to, if you want to play cricket, find 250 bucks and buy just a cheap pads, cheap gloves, and a cheap bat and a fucking bag, you tired ass cunts. Yeah,
1: yeah I and agree completely. Time. I never
0: yeah, yeah, use yeah, Okay, you. How yeah. no you? <laughs> I use mean, the kit. I use the kit stuff
2: for about oh, I don't know eight years, I reckon. So I can't really talk, but I think it. it in club land, it was in actual grassroots club mm. land, there's always some old bloke with excess kit for people who can't afford it, as opposed to oh, having yeah. a
0: club-supplied one. It might yeah, just, just be give like, it
1: to them for the season. But I
0: think you just, yeah, you just yeah. do what we've been trying to do recently at our club, is you take those old kits, make them up into actual individual people kits, and just go to the mm. bloke, right, you paid your subject, yep, okay, this is yours. Oh, uh, yeah, year okay, that's a good idea. Mm. Bring it back at the fucking end. Because what we yeah. find is... um. Where we are based in Melbourne, there's a lot of expat Indian chaps who actually um, have been started playing for us. And because they, as a general rule, um, don't play much cricket, like organised cricket in India, which I've learnt recently. They love cricket, but they don't really play like we do in clubs and stuff. So when they come to Australia, they actually don't have gear, they don't have gear. their own gear mm. so mm. what we've been what we've been doing as a club is putting together actual, getting old bags from guys who have like bought a new kit bag and yeah. putting in parent pads box, gloves and a bat and going here go, this is yours for the year, look after it yeah. Yeah. Like the Selvo so you might cricket find gear. more clubs than that I think yeah, yeah. yeah, mm. yeah I think so mm. they're much safer uh, than it's having like
1: the 10 old...
2: blokes using the same kit,
1: mm. Mm. the old boot bag at uh, junior footy or they throw yeah. in the training jumpers it, for the season yeah. and bring it back at the end of the season mm.
3: Mm.
0: All righty, so I think we've uh, picked the eyeballs out of that one. So we'll move. Oh on to... fuck, have we ever?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So
0: we'll move, oh. to... we'll move on to a bit of county cricket, Ross. So apparently, you've got some information about the Bob Willis Trophy for us. I
1: do. Cool. It's on at the moment, and ah. it's Essex versus beautiful. Somerset. Moving yeah. on.
3: Oh no, you can't stick <laughs> <up>. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Look at that beautiful five-day final. Lords, <laughs> so they followed the Sheffield Shield, yeah, and yeah. gone for five-day final, and a and, ball um, yeah.
2: It was raining <laughs> yesterday.
1: Oh, really? really not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, lucky you got five days. Lucky you've got five days. And uh, classic, they're doing it
2: over a long weekend like local cricket does, just so you've got that <laughs> extra day in case it rains.
1: Yeah, no. It's actually but a six-day, but we
2: just play five out of the six.
4: <laughs>
1: mm. Wednesday to Sunday. Now, as they like to do in England, they played the four or five matches in a block at the start. Then they went and played a block of T20 games, which just concluded <laughs> on the weekend. So the quarterfinals means set. Then they... Change formats and go back to the Bobbler's Trophy just nice. for the final.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's good. It's like uh, international cricket. Anyway, I, mean, I
1: don't know. Yeah, a little bit, I suppose. Anyway, um, it's a <laughs> different season, so whatever. And then they're going to have the quarterfinals and then the finals of the uh, NatWest – it's not NatWest – Vitality Blast or whatever blast yeah, it is. Vitality, this, yeah, Vitality. Yeah, Vitality Blast. And that will be on Saturday. So Today the third uh, of October, which I would think would have to be the, the only time ever an English cricket season um, has gone into the month of October. Yeah, I could be wrong, okay. but yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't rain. Fingers crossed. For yeah. me. I <laughs> yeah. thought maybe the reason they didn't that. do all the T <laughs> Twenty was they actually thought, well, if we get the Bob Willis Trophy final in now, it might have better weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So understandable. Yes.
0: Uh, all righty. So speaking of cricket in England, we're going to move on a bit of international cricket. let to quickly touch on the three ODI series that just recently wrapped up between the Aussies and the Poms.
3: Oh, so before, you, I go,
0: before I go into a little bit of um, what happened each game, I'm going to try and just do bullet points and stuff like I normally do. But I hear that, David, you have a bit of an opinion
3: on the behaviour of Stephen Smith during this um, ODI series. When I see the message yesterday, I was really steadfast in the fact that I was going to absolutely bottle him because of it. But having thought today about what I was going to say, which doesn't happen often, to be fair. I don't usually think about what comes out of my mouth. But I, I, what I wanted to, I was just really disappointed in the fact that he couldn't play any of the games over in England for us after being hit in the head by you know, someone's bouncer. Or I assume Stark, he loves hitting people in the head. Yeah or Abbott, um, but then hey, yeah, but, he's able to suit up for the first IPL match.
0: Yeah, and he's bad playing bad. like helicopter shots over his fucking Yeah, head that's right. Yeah. It's
3: amazing amazing how good you feel when a million bucks slides in you, when, when a million shekels slide across your desk. It's amazing how good your head feels. But then I remember he yeah. probably had 14 days in quarantine and not played for so long. So I shouldn't be too harsh on him because it is a serious affliction. But fuck, just play for Australia, you nerd.
0: I heard the times. problem... I heard the reason he got hit in the head was because he had. All, they gave him the IPA money early and he was standing on his wallet so he's higher than normal and fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. started to <laughs> bang and knocked him off his wallet. And fucking you
3: know... The other issue that he had is he had dollar signs in his eyes. <laughs> so he didn't quite see the ball come down at him. That's what He was
2: weighed down by a bag with a big dollar yeah, sign written on it. Yeah, so, yeah. he, so he could his
0: balance was off because he had coins in his ear from when he'd he been Scrooge McDuck and in his fucking vault. <laughs> like well, <laughs>
3: money. I heard his concussion come from actually doing a dive into all those coins <laughs> yeah. and they don't actually move. He just hit the, yeah. uh, Don't believe everything you see in the cartoons. Those coins yeah. don't move at all. Uh, it's like stone it's like concrete diving yeah. <laughs> so it probably right. wasn't long so, runners you wanted Mick but you know
0: so that's alright speaking of um, those ODIs so yeah as we mentioned in the pre-game uh, Steve Smith got one in the bongo which took him out of the series so, um, so we had the, all the tests were at Old Trafford in Manchester so first test um, England won the toss and elected to have a bowl so, Australia was struggling earlier, about 5 for 123 at the halfway mark. Enter the Bison and Glenn Maxwell is fine for 126 runs for the sixth wicket to help the Aussies finish up 9 for 294. The Bison would finish up with 73, Big Show got 77, and Shane Warne's wet dream, Marcus Steiners got 43, <laughs> batting at 3. So, he's moved up the order to give him more chance to fucking have a go. Uh, Mark Wood <laughs> rode his horse, and Jofra Archer just did things that Jofra Archer does, and they would in, both take three for about 50-odd. So um, so England's innings would be a tale of extreme highs and extreme lows, as Sam Hillings would make 118, Oof. and Johnny Bairstow would get himself... I put 118 twice, which isn't true, because Johnny Besto <laughs> didn't get that. He got like <laughs> 78 or something. Yeah. Fucking hell, Mick. Uh, sounds, like, sounds like a couple of solid performances to help you chase down 300, doesn't it? Well, someone forgot to tell the other six cunts with English bats, and they all fucking finished <laughs> single figures. So Josh Hazelwood was named man of the match he took three for twenty-six, and then he doesn't see himself as a cricketer. And trust me, no one else does either. Adam Zampa took four for fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and remember Chicken that fucking World fucking Cup healthy. and all the remember the fuck World fuck and all the England could chase five hundred any time they want to. Bullshit. Well, they didn't, and Australia won by thirteen runs.
3: Yeah, fuck Poms. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs>
1: But my takeaway from that, my cold take, was that um, Hazelwood's a good ODI bowler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
3: I've, uh, I've, all yeah, of I'll... us, all of us on this podcast have always been behind him, one hundred percent. Every I'm single 100%. one of us.
2: If I, if I can, um, just correct you on yep. one thing there Five of us. Ross is oh, always, yeah.
0: oh, always hated him Ross has always hated not yet. you
2: no I've always been behind him I've never had a bad word to say about Hazelwood with regards to ODI <laughs> Cricket, all the short forms We've of that been matter.
0: so far behind Hazelwood and pushing him forward. That's how he's got to the lofty heights. He's got That's it. exactly
2: he's got and like Ross is dragging us down. Imagine how good it'd be if we didn't have Ross <laughs> yeah, if Ross wasn't him. jumping on
3: Noni all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they took twenty one players and Steve Smith got hit in the head and so then was in no with with the other um reserve players all bowlers. Is that why has had to bat three? Yeah. The I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But just There's this the, whole theory that he needs time to warm up and he needs balls, so you've got to bat him at the pointy end of the innings. The theory does come from Shane Warner, just wants to watch him bat all the time while like Shane is off doing <laughs> batting of a different type. Um, but um, <laughs> that's a good gag. And what what if he goes? What happens if he goes gap. beast
2: mode, Ross? I mean. Yeah,
1: we, we could probably score up. maybe 800, I think, in 50 overs yeah. if he goes beast mode. Mm. The only time he made a decent
0: score is batting at eight on the Eden Park. New Zealand, round, wasn't it? Yeah. He yeah. 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 scored a ton, I think. Oh, anyway. It is what it is. So, second yeah. ODI, also at Old Trafford, as we mentioned. Toms won the toss again, but this time they left it up a bat. So, the Aussies started off a little bit better than the game before, picking up Bairstow for a duck. But the English batsmen were kind of just thereabouts, making 231. The... Englishman Owen Morgan mm. top scored with forty-two, proving that shit gets wickets. Also applies at international level. Adam Zep I took three for thirty-six. Ah. So, despite the efforts of our courageous skipper Finty, who made seventy-three, and the flying oh, really? lasagna, who made forty-eight, the rest of the Aussies shit the bed. Nara rolled for two hundred and seven. That would mean they lose by 24 um, runs. Geez. Chris Wokes, Jofra Archer, and Sam Curran would all take three wickets each. Offer, Archer, sorry, Offer, Joffre Archer invented being named man of the match, and so he <laughs> was, man of the match. So, uh, the, so the third ODI, England went three from three, winning the toss again. And this time, they would have a, a second time in a row. So the rollercoaster former Johnny Bairstow continued as he made 112 Mm, Chris well, a of all fucking people and Sam Billings also made uh, scored late in his 50s. The palms would finish up seven for 302. Big Mitch Stark sorted out his body language to take three for 74. Finally, it's taken him a while. And catches on the fence, still count as wickets. Adam Zampa got three for 51. What did he take,
2: Ted, for the series? He he
0: was like a lead wicket taker. But I'd I'd early decided I was going to bag him, so I've just fucking (laughs) let him Run with it, Mick. Run with it.
3: Don't (laughs) let any other facts get in the way of what we're talking about, please, Michael.
0: Ever. Uh, So the Aussies got off to a horrible start, falling five for 73 off 17 overs. This led to a number of bath dodging, warm beer drinking, crooked teeth having cunts, posting on social media and talking in the commentary box about how Australia always (laughs) chokes in games against England. Well, someone forgot to tell the big show and the man with the personality equivalent of plain white toast, Alex Carey, who would go on to make 108 and 106 respectively as they would put on 212 for the sixth wicket and lead the losses to victory. Wokes and, of all people, Joe fucking Root would pick up two wickets each. Aussies win by three wickets. Take the series two one. And Maxwell was man of the match and also man of the series. So he scored 189 runs, and Johnny Beastro scored 198 runs for the series.
3: So um, eat shit, Beastro. That's what yeah. I've got to
0: say. So that counts. To, that counts towards the uh, super duper points fucking table. So we get 20 oh, points in the get, get around So oh,
3: that's uh, cool.
0: We're flying. Is, is all I can say about that.
2: Pretty much locked in the. Uh the uh, World Cup berth. Yeah,
0: that's it, Rustin, fun, uh, I think if you get enough points, they just give you the trophy. So we're we, we're looking like <laughs> that at the moment. So yeah.
1: Uh, I just had a a cold take on um, that Alex Ooh. Carey Inks for oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so apparently he performed because he's got uh, Philippa breathing down his neck, much oh, like um, um, yeah. Ian Healy, Healy, Healy performed when he had <laughs> Gilly. Uh, you
3: know, Healy always performed. Uh, he didn't need mm. anyone up his clacker. Let me tell you. Yeah.
1: Uh, so that was that was a cold take, and thanks to Dan Breddick for that one. Don't want to claim that one as my own. Just credit due. Like that's so, a Dan Breddick cold take. So
0: Billy well, was playing ever, first time in the Australian squad. Josh Philippe is going to push out Alex Carey. That apparently captain and mm. waiting. That'll be that's pretty funny. Mm.
1: <laughs> what were you uh, saying now? When when Carey was dropped in the T Twenty games, which preceded these ODIs, he yeah. wasn't dropped for Philippe. He was dropped no, for Matty for Wade. Matty
2: yeah. Wade. <laughs> so I was going to say he's so. Graham Manu was pushing Gilchrist real hard. Is that why Gilchrist was the best player in the world? Yeah. And then an after that, I suppose. Yeah. And I'm... And, um, who the fuck was Wade pushing second Brad second was pushing Haddon
1: Manu with... who pushed Gilly and that's why he became so good. Yeah. And Phil Emery. Don't forget the, the oh, early yeah. days. Yeah, Phil, Phil Emery pushing, pushing Gilly over oh, to no.
3: WA. But he out. pushed out Tim Zura. You're leaving <laughs> out the best. You're leaving out the best of them all. Ryan yeah, Campbell. Bear. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, they're like Darren Berry. <laughs> Darren Berry pushing everyone. Uh,
2: he's he's, he's not pushing anyone. And, like, okay, if we go from, like, first principles, Russell, so Ben Dunk was pushing who? <laughs> and then he was pushing the worst the wicket worst keeper in the country, was pushing the second worst.
3: Dylan Delaney. Harder <laughs> <laughs> than it looks, boys.
2: harder <laughs> <laughs> than it looks, isn't it, boys? <laughs> All right. <laughs> John Blowfield was pushing
0: Dylan Delaney. Was pushing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of inside baseball for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, thanks,
2: thanks, host. We'll get us. we we'll get shark. off the
0: inside. All So I've got one final segment here before we oh, um, no. we're going as long as it takes. We're getting this fucking quizzing because I've been All right. called no, out. Oh, being yeah. caught out by one of our uh listeners for not doing the quiz so the last segment i had was a request by ross to do the pat cummins bbc diary do you have that with you ross
1: i certainly do i just got right, so it there let's do just, that
0: and then we'll do yeah. the quiz oh, going to say, sharpish
1: no. nope yep
0: nope.
1: all right um so just give you a quick update on what's going on for pat cummins he just um made his um IPL debut for um Kolkata Knight Riders, and he went for none for 49 from just three overs without taking a wicket.
0: Is this that's a $3 million well spent.
1: Yeah. Well, I looked up his form. People were saying, oh, he's not in good form, not in good form. He went for 70-odd in one of the three ODIs he played, but the other two, he's one for 55 and one for 55. So yeah. that's right. Yeah, so funny. yeah, it's not three for 40 or something, but obviously. There yeah, but you but go. The
0: way modern ODI cricket is, five and overs not that bad.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's what I was thinking. One for 55. That's that's all right. Right. The tour has been a lot of fun. This is the words of um, Pat Cummins talking to um, someone from the BBC. So (laughs) we'll see how it goes.
0: David Attenborough? Mm.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly.
2: Michael Parkinson? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Parkinson. I don't know him. Okay. Um... You hear a lot of funny nicknames being yelled across the ground when there's no spectators. I'm not going to tell you mine because I'm not happy with it and it is starting to stick with the boys. There you go, so that's this what's really good about it when you write an article like this is meant to provide an insight into you know life as an international cricketer. Is when you say this happened, but I'm not going to tell you, about it. yeah, it's, fucking, okay. it's it works for Azio, does he? So I can't tell you that information. Here is
0: this anecdote that I will not share with you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can either confirm or deny whether someone yelled at me with a nickname, <laughs> that's an, an unknown unknown, which I can confirm or deny. Okay, as someone who's the spent the
0: last 20 years with. Of- Two pretty shitty nicknames. Fuck off, Pat Cummings. Just like yeah, it, mate.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. The tour has been a lot of fun. We have plenty of spare time in the biosecure bubble and we have been well looked after. In Southampton, we had a pool table, a golf simulator, a driving simulator, table tennis and darts, as well as the golf course at the ground. I didn't know there was a oh, golf can course. I, can I go yeah. live in the
2: bubble? Okay, no. yeah.
1: The driving Pitchy.
2: simulator? Would that happen to be...
1: Daytona? Daytona!
4: Rolling Big
2: Star!
1: That was Buck Hunter, I think. <laughs> <actually. laughs>
2: right, that used to be in a lot of pubs back in the day, didn't it, lads? Oh, Buck yeah, Hunter in the really. Buck corner. Buck was everywhere.
1: Uh, Mitchell Stark is very good on the Formula One simulator. If he goes into F1, he'd surely be the tallest driver in history. <laughs> Fuck. It's like it's like reading something a tennis player would mime out on the court, isn't it?
0: Did you know, <laughs> oh, Pat man. come and sign the fucking bloke's laptop screen after they finished
2: it? This- <laughs> 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 so I so, so the COVID testers visor. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've played a few rounds of golf But I must admit I'm not great Davey Warren is probably the best He's been shooting 3 or 4 over par And his handicap is 10 So we are all questioning how that works The boys love it And it does get very competitive
3: Oh who gives a fuck Pat Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Our
1: team dining room looked out over the 18th hole, which is par three over the water. The nerves are usually going when you get to that one. It's like the 17th at Sawgrass. And I have been in the water a few times. Now, for those of you at home, you can Google a picture of Sawgrass. I've got one here in the middle of the article. It's like an isthmus of um, the greens on an isthmus in a lake. There you go. Right. The other big thing for us is coffee. And it's not just Adam Zamper's Love Cafe. Manus Labuschagne and Davey have also brought machines over. Fucking hell. How many
2: um, coffee days. machines because they the want fuck? to, like, sort of be the everyman. you are not really going about no. it the right no, way. No. Yeah.
4: I've Banging on Breville. about
2: yeah. elite golf courses and how fucking, oh, it's pretty tough chipping up onto that green of the 18th <laughs> fellas. <all>.
3: Golf <laughs> with us. Love I know we have a pretty lifestyle,
2: but you, you, uh, wouldn't want a, you wouldn't want this uh, lifestyle, guys. I'd much prefer to be in a factory <laughs> somewhere. fucking.
3: Smile it. with us. Pitching wedge with us. <laughs> <laughs> with
2: us. Driving
1: hard out of the bunker with
3: us. (laughs) (laughs) What else has you got to say, this fucking idiot? Uh,
1: Manus has scales and puts in a lot of care and detail every time he makes a cup. I have got the hotel room next door to him and I hear the coffee machine go on every morning. I open my balcony door and he has got a flat white waiting for me. I am very happy with the current situation. (laughs) Like a
2: school camp. He uh, has you know, jelly beans it, for Ross. me. I am very happy with
0: the yeah. currency. Uh, Ross, Ross makes it even better because he's just like, yeah. like saying so Dead Man has and reads it. <laughs>
2: reads it like he's watched 400 million childhood
0: speeches. It's like someone standing behind the uh, uh, camera with a gun can't <laughs> fucking read this out.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they are treating us fine. Uh, we have been fed. He's got a clock behind see- him, so they just need the today's
2: newspaper to come out behind you.
1: It did say, it did say, right at the start, we have been looked after well.
3: <laughs> In the they are feeding home. us and giving us water. I just give you, if this, was, if this was Alex,
1: you alluded to it. If this was written by a um a child, this would be the opening sentence of the uh the speech or the article that we've yep. uh, got here. On the 20th of June, we got up at 4 a.m. and drove to Melbourne to get on a plane to fly the London.
3: <laughs> a fucking travel diary. God, oh, do it like punter and get someone else to write it for you. Fuck's sake. Where's Brian Murgatroyd with you? The need? It was still dark
1: when we got up. Oh, yeah. I had a nap.
3: Um, my sister, she was playing Game Boy. <laughs> I was jealous he wouldn't give me a go. <laughs> I forgot my batteries, so I can <laughs> play Game <boy. laughs>
1: uh, Right. Okay. I'll put a bit of uh, life into it. It's hard. It's, it's, it's a dreary, a boring, <laughs> boring, boring article. Yeah. I must no, say, David's coffee before? is really just... just <laughs> This is meant to provide some sort of interesting insight. insight the bubble and Instead, instead bubble. it provides the most boring, mundane <laughs> information anyone could think to write about. I must say, Davy's coffee is really good as well, although his is more like coffee from an airport lounge. Good coffee that he keeps churning out. There's always someone at his door. <laughs> Not for the coffee. Anyway, the whole squad of- <laughs> <laughs> is really close, and there's smaller good. groups within the squad which people spend a lot of time in. Oh, that's oh really? So a group, a group? Yeah. Oh,
3: right. like a fractured
2: okay. group, Not the game within the game. Mm.
1: Us fast bowlers get along well, especially with most of us coming from New South oh, Wales. The is he gonna, hang yeah, on, everyone
2: everyone legends mm. cartel. <laughs> <sighs> they <It's not gonna sighs> get, get along. They get along because
0: they're all New South Wales dumb cancer. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a it. legend.
1: Uh, you know, he, he provides such amazing insights. Says, During lockdown, we kept our team WhatsApp group going. <laughs>
3: oh, brilliant. Essential. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. uh, we love Marnie, which is short for Marnus. Is shame. it? You're yeah. fucking kidding. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, lockdown was a great opportunity to get away from the game and spend time on our farm. On tour, as a cricketer, you wake up in a different bed every week. So I love the chance to have a set morning routine. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, don't play cricket then, mate.
1: <laughs> well, Wouldn't he have
2: like facing? the most routine heavy day because he's an international sports Yeah, guy. there's a oh, yeah. flat white always waiting for him. Yeah. That's the
3: routine a flat white there, right yeah. for him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, he got on out on his farm, got some acreage out there, and he said, I planted some new grass, fixed a few fences, and cut up some trees. Mm. Mm. Also, mm. redid a kitchen, which took Fuck much longer out. than expected. Oh, on the tools, you get
0: Jim Bob Paddo mm. up there. Fuck, I mean, yeah. don't let Adam Brand find
3: out about those fucking
1: trees, Pat. Um, Fuck better geez. Homes and Gardens podcast. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, where's Where's Scotty Cam? This is. Uh, that's it. Now this is actually interesting because I didn't know this, but okay. I get. I think you'll guess the last one. I reckon the last one's a plant by the Ghost Rider. There are quite a few cricketers who have similar farm setups. Brett Lee has a farm near me. Mm. Adam Zamp has just moved on to one, and then there's.
3: Marcus
1: All stories. W- no, world's most famous farmer slash cricketer.
3: Oh, Greg grow.
1: Alistair Cook in England.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: See what I mean? That's a plant by the yeah. BBC bloke. Anyway. I'm more cricket.
0: I'm more worried about Adam Zampa having a farm. That fucking sounds. Yeah, like, that sounds like no, trouble. No, no, no. He's how got a you, tofu you, farm. He just yeah, grows even, tofu. So he's <laughs> got, <laughs> he got a rustic a whole
2: love cafe or what like, <laughs> is it how are you doing the love cafe out on the farm? Anyway.
1: Anil, though my focus is back on cricket, the Ashes may only be 14 months away. What the hell? Fucking hell. Right, only. Yeah. Okay. Only 14 months. Like That's what you think it. Right, that's it. That's enough from you. Uh, that was um, Pat Cummins was speaking to BBC Sports' Matt Henry. So Matt, if you're still awake after writing that down, thanks. Right, Matt, <laughs> your
0: article is about as interesting as your name, Matt Henry.
3: <laughs> Isn't he a New Zealand cricketer?
1: <laughs> he yeah. yeah, he is too. Yeah, it's Some of the boring.
3: <laughs>
2: I always look 14 months ahead when I'm thinking about cricket. So. Yeah, me
3: too. It's I'm me always too. worried
1: about the season he's, after this season comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> thinking about the 2021 22 Sheffield Shield yeah. Final.
3: That's what he's thinking
1: about. I'm thinking about next season. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alrighty. So uh
0: hopefully uh the quiz can live up to expectations after that ripping oh, noise
3: anyone still listening?
0: Vic, <laughs> <laughs> so, right. people will hang on the line for this yeah. quiz. So, is. Hang on
2: this, the line. so this quiz since, isn't gonna be Since a,
3: COVID s- has
2: started, we've been waiting for it's this. It's not quiz. gonna be
0: of the epic proportions that everyone might be somehow believing it's Fuck gonna them, be. Talking but, um, <laughs> Basically, when I wrote this quiz was when we're talking about how the new BBL starting up and how you know nine seasons and what had been happening and you know all that type of stuff. Okay. But basically, the quiz is I've got um, BBL and the WBBL. We'll just do the BBL. I will do both, depend on how quick you get the BBL. But basically, I've got the top six run scorers in the history of the BBL. So we'll work around the Zoom. So I'll start with Alex. we will got Alex Ross and Dave. So just yeah. tell me who you think is in the top six all time. So for the nine seasons that have been, BBL yep. run scorers. So guinea pig. Shane Watson. He is not. Oh, Roscoe.
1: Um, I'll go for Maxi Klinger.
0: He is. He is third with nine one thousand nine hundred and
3: forty seven runs. Ugh. I've got some notes here that I'm writing as we go. Um And one, I'm going to go for one outside the box and just say Fat Simmons. No.
0: Chris Lynn. Yes, he's number one. Yes. With 2,332
1: runs. Roscoe. (sighs) Sean Marsh.
0: Yes, he's fourth. With (laughs) 1,884
3: runs. David. What about the shit hussy, Dave Hussy?
2: Nope. Oh, get fucked. Uh Ali Ben
0: Dunk. Nope. <laughs>
2: oh, he played so many games. <laughs> That's how <laughs> shit. <it> is <laughs> <laughs>
0: one boy's gonna be really fucking hard to get, so. Uh, yes Roscoe. Come on. Um, how do you think, buddy? I'm
1: gonna go Maddie Wade. No, no Wadey. <laughs>
3: This is a good quiz, Bick. Mm. Mm.
2: Hard to day, get, you reckon.
3: Hard to get. I'm going to say, I reckon Travis Head's played a lot of cricket. Travis Head. No, unfortunately. Oh, no head. Dick, no, Travis no head.
0: head for anyone in this list. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. That right bloke from England? Unfortunately not. Oh, no, Luke. No, that is wrong. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> Luke Wrong. Man, Luke Wrongkey.
1: I haven't really been listening because I was just putting together my final thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Already. Yeah, now, it's not yeah, very final see? if it's now. No, I always prepare it, just sometimes closer to the date than others. Doing uh, doing Top 8 are uh, we run scorers? Top 6. Fuck. Top 6. We pay attention. Uh, and is there any gone other than Maxi Klinger and Sean Marsh?
0: Uh, Alex got Chris Lynn. Yeah.
1: Oh, Chris Lynn. Oh, so what, what number was he
0: in the list? He was number 1.
1: Number
0: one. Yeah. Because I don't mean cricket. We're missing yeah. two, five and six.
1: And six. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm gonna say Brad Hodge.
3: No, oh no no Brad Hodge. What about um, find
1: players who played every
3: season? That's yeah. What yeah. about yeah. Big Fat Finchie? He'd be in the number sure. two, big fat finchy, oh, yeah. two thousand two hundred and
2: fifty two runs. Oh. Uh Stoincloth. No, no oh, stoyness. Yes. Too recent, I think, isn't he, I reckon? He's done yeah. a lot recently.
1: Yeah. Oh, now, what geez. are you, Ross? Oh, I'm thinking top three players because they get all the chance to bat. Mm. Openers. Oh. Random one, George Bailey. No, no, oh, no.
3: The government That's does not low, a cut. Mm. What, what about um, Peter Hansom? Unfortunately, no. Oh. Hanscom doesn't make
0: the cut either. What about you, uh, Gini? Uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper.
3: No. Ah, fuck, I hate the BBL. Yeah, I never watch it.
2: got <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no idea. Yeah, can I ask a question, Mick, before Russ goes?
0: Yeah. Any international players? No, all Australians. The okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Are they ones we should know?
0: One you really should. This, the last one, the sixth one, even when I wrote down, I was like, oh, fuck. That's why I made the list six, because he was going to be hard to get him. Uh, <laughs> I thought the others were all really easy. <laughs> they're not easy, Mick.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, Darcy
1: Short. Not... Darcy no, Short.
3: Ross oh, no. What about the um, sweepologist, Alex Ross?
0: Nope.
3: Cam White?
1: Nope. Oh, I was going to say Ken it. White. Yeah. Um,
2: I must say, what are you thinking, Ross? It always makes me feel. Oh, right exactly. I'm trying you to think
1: time. of who plays for which teams. So, like, I was thinking, who's who opens for the Thunder? Who's played at Thunder yeah. the whole time and opened? But no one.
3: Oh, they I know. That's terrible. Mike Hussey. No, nah, no, Mike Sh- Hussey. Surely fucking Usman's on that list. No, he's not. Oh, uh, he's uh, open every season for the Thunder. Yeah. Hey, he's a shit
1: so, cunt. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but who's the openers for, like, Sydney Sixers? I can't
3: Oh. Know.
2: I must say, what I was going to say is I feel really mm. like happy when one of you guys go, oh, I was going to say that. Mm. I feel like oh, I actually know about cricket things. Someone was going to say, okay, want can't some watch. blues,
0: boys? So we'll
2: yeah, we do, I'll
1: do want say, some I'll
0: clues.
2: say Alex right. Carey. Alex Carey. I haven't oh, had no. a go yet. No, no, no. So no. All
0: right, so again, you'll get a clue. Okay. So, the bloke, bat, the bloke is number five on the list. Shares a name with a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um...
0: Simon Malenko? No. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good guess, but because he does share a name with a wrestler.
3: A name with a
2: wrestler? <laughs> uh, name? Um, I should say, Oh, I
0: should have been there's like, a the, nickname with a wrestler. Someone the last uh. name's
2: The Rock. Uh, someone likes <laughs> the last... Triple H,
0: Triple
2: <laughs> H. Uh, anyone? Uh, Stephen Undertaker. There's Fuck no you, and I'll tell you, and you'll all you'll
3: all be ready. Uh, just tell um, us. This has gone on long enough. Uh, which number team? Which team? which team? Which team, Mick?
1: Which team? Which number five? Stars. Stars. Oh, oh, um, oh, mm, yeah. right. I don't know. Oh, B- I was going to say 20. <laughs> well, it's
0: the big show Oh, oh Maxwell Max 1,826 runs And uh, the bloke at number 6 I'll give you the clue Yep Awesome. Oh, oh. Jono Wells oh. Jono Wells yeah. Yeah, I know. that was the one I thought. Fucking Jesus! Mm. Well, he must that's have played well every year to be able to get mm. into the top yeah. six. That's for sure. All righty. So we've gone through the men. So at the moment, Russell's leading with three, and then the rest of us all have one. I gave myself the big joke as none of you've got it. So that's yeah, nice. fair enough. So we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the WBBL. We'll see how we go here. We'll try. We we'll, should. Most of the names are pretty well known, so I think we'll go all right with this one.
3: So whose turn is it? I
0: um, think. Oh, yeah, we'll start with you, Bull. Healy. Yes, Alyssa Healy is fifth with 2,013 runs. Beth Mooney? Yes, Beth Mooney is second with 2,576 runs. Shit. Meg Lanning. Yes, Meg Lanning is sixth with 1,982
3: runs. Uh, Devine, Sophie?
0: Yes, Sophie Devine is third with uh. two thousand one hundred and seventy four runs. Uh, Elise Perry. Yes, she's number one with twenty with 2,612 runs. So, mm. one left. Ash Barty? No. Oh, come one That a pretty funny enough. guess, okay, I can't believe none of you has guessed Andrew Johns in the no, man. No, right? either. That <laughs> was before, in fairness, that was before the baby. So, yeah. Don't <laughs> my go, my
3: crack?
2: Uh, No, it's...
3: Yeah, I think and, it is because I just guessed
0: you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, Sorry. What was that Ash Gardner? No. Oh, mm.
1: mm. I've run out of names, I think. Oh. Sophie Molyneux?
0: No. Oh, the DJ. DJ Molyneux. Mm. Cogs. <laughs> so, this, uh, this female cricketer is number fourth on the list with 2,050 runs. Australian? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. Go. I, think, I don't think Ross can get beat at this stage, so I'll give you a clue. Yeah, go for it. Um, She shares a first name with someone else on the list.
1: Ash Gardner. No. No, oh, I said
2: that. that. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> dickhead, you fucking idiot. No, nah, it's not it's not Dickhead. Nah,
1: <laughs> there's Beth Mooney in there is Beth something else, isn't there? Beth Mooney, it's Mooney that
0: Ross. It's, no. not, it's not a Beth.
2: Not Elise, because yeah. there's like 17 of those
0: floating around the street. It, yeah, it is isn't Elise. Spelling. It oh. is an Elise. Um, um, they might have different spelling, but I wrote them down with the same spelling. Yeah, they yeah. have the same spelling.
1: <laughs> Elise Filani.
0: Bingo, Roscoe. Oh, yeah, Elise yeah. Filani. Roscoe. We had so the Roscoe. easy to, the women than the men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Roscoe got four. All up, All up. Roscoe got four. Gin nice. got three, and David got three as well. So I was a uh-huh. ring a ding.
1: You two Ooh. equal losers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've got a minute to Shut just be going <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Alrighty, so that
0: was the uh, most uh, teased and talked about quiz in the history of fucking... Quiz, Mick, podcast. I like it.
3: That was good. good. Yeah, I
0: thought simplicity was the key for that one. It wasn't that
3: simple for fucking paradigms like us, was <laughs> it? I thought it was simple, but obviously it
0: wasn't. I should ask you what kind of fucking chairs people were sitting yeah. <laughs> oh, in. Everyone buzzing. Wicker. It's got to be Wicker. All righty. So before we wind up, um, Roscoe, you have a final thought for us. Oh, so yeah, a quick update today. on
1: um, local cricket in this part of the wood because I know we've got a loyal listener who's very interested to hear about that. The umpires may be wearing masks, undecided yeah. what colour ball we're going to use, and also some school ovals might be shut, which could have a big impact on fixturing. So it's Ooh. all to play for. Uh, What's this really space. space. I do not envy <laughs> being an
2: obese guy in Hives. i I tell you what, <laughs> guys. I do not <laughs> you know, envy that. I've this Ivy neck of the woods anyway. I Trouble. Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a final thought from me. Yeah. Uh, the Cricket Victoria high performance team of which uh, there are no names supplied but uh, we'll be looking at who they are. <laughs> they've said that to um, they've said that uh, the following pre-season workloads are required for first 11 competition and it said this is consistent with feedback from Premier Cricket Strategy Group club coaches and senior players. Yep. Right. Right. So, if you're going to play a T20 match, you need three to five weeks of bat-versing ball pre-season training. Wow.
0: Huh? I, uh, I, I didn't talk to this senior player. I'll give you, you. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to play
1: one-day mat, one matches, you need four to six weeks of bat-versing ball pre-season training. And if you're yeah. going to play two-day matches... You need six to eight weeks of bad versing ball pre-season training.
0: Are these eight weeks tests? allowed to cross over or do they have to run concurrently? So it takes like, <laughs> it takes like <laughs> half a year to get ready for each fucking <laughs> <It's like>, season. <laughs> imagine
3: you needed eight weeks between games. You play a two-day game, then have eight weeks off for the training <laughs> for your next one.
2: Slow build up, lads. Slow build up and peak. <laughs> yeah.
0: Peak for those four overs.
2: Here's yeah, our,
0: got... is, is our club legend
3: who played... 42 games. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Been here for 35 years. (laughs) Semi final, eight weeks, grand final. (laughs) Um,
1: I do want to just absolutely blow up at the stupidity of this, but seeing as I don't play cricket, I feel like I've got not a leg to stand on. But this is insane, stupid, and just Mm -hmm. plain wrong. And these ass clowns who call themselves high performance, probably been as long as I have since they played a fucking game of cricket. Um, one of the cross who used, was going to play for Australia came out Adam. and said it was bullshit and yeah, said they Adam. needed two weeks of training. I mean, yeah. you know, who the fuck are these people? And where do they fucking get off having some sort of fucking four word name about Fucking bullshit! Just absolute <laughs> fucking nonsense. Like fuck off. Go and cricket Victoria went through everyone with a fucking hot knife, and they kept these clowns on board. Yeah, fuck yeah, off! Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Three to five weeks. What sort of range is that? That's 21 days to 35 days. That's a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, it's the really dumb. Right? What? That doesn't make any fucking sense. You guys are the... fucked, to... and you need to shut the fuck up. Fuck off and let people play cricket. You stupid fucking assholes.
2: Yes, yeah. Alex. All I can say is if this has got something to do with purely fitness, then it's ridiculous. Like it, 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 it ha- you're at a high level. You have to be fit to start with. I think it's purely about being less shit. So if everyone's on the same fucking playing field, you've just got slightly worse cricketers until halfway through the season than you would normally have if you had a full preseason. It makes no sense to me other than it's purely based on a skill level. There's no... To me, there's no higher chance of injury if they don't do do don't do eight weeks of training before bowling what, fifteen overs max, yeah. like and was it three to six weeks to bowl four overs? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. come on, three man. to five weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just insane. I don't even know where that number <laughs> comes from. Oh, how do you even justify that? Like, surely they would have had to write something to someone and say, "Here's how we've justified this recommendation."
1: How can you be so specific yet so vague? Yeah, yeah. Four to six weeks. Yeah. That's a huge difference. Yes. That's ridiculous. It's probably
0: it's four sessions down of effect that effect level. Of the of Pat Howard great. fucking oh. types that have oh. inserted themselves in cricket and football and sports all around the fucking mm. world who all of a sudden go, no, no, you can't have this and you can't have this and you can't have this. I reckon in the last... Like fucking five years I've gotten fatter And more injury prone And played better cricket Each fucking year <laughs> yeah. It's just It doesn't fucking matter It does not Fucking matter
2: like, But even if being worse at cricket It's a Everyone's in the same boat
1: It's Yeah Exactly it just, Exactly You're going to start off the season slow Because you haven't yeah, trained That's yeah,
2: okay. Everyone else yeah. is going too we're, we're yeah. talking about grade level some, cricket here, right? So, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. you're going to have so you're going to have some scrappy games to start the season. Yeah. So what? It's yeah. going to be like, that go no out for what? 60 versus all out for 55.
0: There's so the so reason you play it. one days at the start of the season because everyone's in the same boat playing shit, and you don't lose fuck you don't fuck up two day games early because everyone's yeah. not fucking good mm. enough yet.
2: No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Eight mm. weeks. Just, it remind, like
2: it's a nonsense. I don't want Ross. to get
0: too. <laughs>
1: into this because I've already ranted about it, but yeah. like the TV show Utopia where they're pulling out, you know, jokes <laughs> at government bureaucracy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is like cricket Victoria bureaucracy. This is insane. This is not based in reality. This is just yeah, exactly. stupid. And when you've got a player who's played at a high stand, like Adam Crossthwaite, who's played um, first class cricket and he says, no, you need two weeks. Yeah. Then yeah. just blow it all up and listen to
0: him. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. But, but they've got yeah. consensus across players, coaches, oh, high yeah. performance. No, they haven't.
0: <laughs> I no, They've got you one bloke know. who is a player, coach, and a high performance <laughs> yeah. person. Each yeah. bloke for everyone. Yeah.
1: But this, this <laughs> you know, anyone who lost their job due yeah. to the Cricket Victoria cuts and knows who these people are who are doing this should be extremely pissed off. This yeah, is just absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. And they've still got a job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let the, let the players decide when they want to play. And if a whole club doesn't want to play because they're not ready for eight weeks, we'll...
3: They can yeah. half an eight with someone else next year. They can yeah. Yeah. and forfeit and lose it. their fucking points. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Walkovers. Bring it. back the walkovers. That's yeah. it.
3: Eat shit, Cricket. Think that's what I'm hearing <laughs> out of you, Ross. That's what I'm hearing out of you. And I liked it. All right. I think
1: uh, I will say before we
2: finish, it's a, it's a worrying trend. I think
0: it's a disturbing development. Yes. Deeply concerning. Yes, it is very concerning. All righty. So with that being said, we'll sign off from the uh, quadrangle uh, Frederick Howard Stock Company studios. Uh, In the great words of the great man, Jim Cornette, thank you, fuck you, bye. (laughs) See (laughs)
4: you guys.